Hello, everyone, and a very warm welcome to this podcast, Yovana the Ageless, where our mission is to unleash everything about living ageless in collaboration with the experts in ancient healing practices from all across the world. Yovana the Ageless is an experiential ancient lifestyle online platform with focus on ageless living. This space has emerged from our innate desire to impart knowledge and experience on living ageless at body, mind, and consciousness level. Yovna ecosystem is all about knowledge sharing and living a traditional lifestyle driven from a medley of worldly timeless wisdom of yoga, Ayurveda, traditional Chinese medicine, microbiotics, qigong, and raw alkaline and living food philosophy. At Yovna, we share this timeless wisdom in collaboration with experts through this podcast and courses on our Yovna platform conducted by global experts in ancient modalities. On this platform, we discuss everything from foods to rituals, to lifestyle, to yogic and ancient movement practices like Qigong, Ayurveda, and much more. Here you learn to live a way of life to regain Yavna, the youth, living by the wreath, the universal order of healing and agelessness. We invite you to realize the divinity of your innate potential to remain ageless with us on this platform, Yavna. Good evening, everyone, for yet another interesting session with Patricia uh, for Ayovna, uh, the Ageless Podcast, where our entire mission is to bring about, you know, uh, to br to bring about the uh, information about Eastern medicine, which comprises of everything starting from, you know, macrobiotics to Ayurveda to yoga to a lot of ancient modalities and how health is so much, you know, known to these ancient modalities by default. Once we start practicing and understanding all these modalities how we can actually bring about you know deep changes in our health without actually getting into any kind of technicalities that uh, the science throws across so uh, uh, welcome patricia and thank you so much for joining us today your i was just going through your uh, bio and i was looking at your website and the kind of work that you have been doing just amazing the kind of energy that you have super powerful you know so we would really want to go back with great learnings with you but let me just introduce you first and then I'll start off with my sessions. Okay. So Patricia Becker is a yoga breath and diet coach for 30 years. And uh, she, uh, so her, she she has brought, brought in her experience of yoga study and coaching in the practice that she does now. She is a certified yoga alliance teacher based in San Francisco. Patricia has a yoga TV show, a YouTube channel, and she's one yoga trainer you must follow. Of course, for the kind of experience that she carries, which is about 30 years of experience and specifically in a land where yoga was quite new when Patricia got into it. So that is one of my questions, uh, Patricia, I'll ask you later. Patricia was the yoga instructor for Stanford Health Improvement Program for 11 years. Currently, she is providing Aging with Grace Yoga live online sessions. So I think I'll start off my uh, questions right from here, Patricia, since aging with grace is our theme for today and we see it's all showing up everywhere you know in your personality so but i would you know first want to actually start with uh, a curious question uh, you know uh, 30 years back when you actually got into yoga it was it was not a known science in the western culture right and it was right. very new to the indian culture and i guess a lot of uh, known uh, yoga gurus were actually getting into the western culture and creating all that awareness about yoga and so you know how did yoga find you i mean you know at that time today it's you know we can understand it's easy to get into it but how did yoga find you 30 years back good i would let you know first of all i want to thank you very much for having me and thank carl foray of macrobiotics today who connected us right Yes. And the Macrobiotics Today is a wonderful online magazine. It was in print for 30 or 40 years. Now it's online. And, and that's what brought yeah. us together. So I just want to exactly. thank you and them too. Okay. No, that so, was my pleasure. <laughs> so, yes, about 30 years ago, I think it's actually closer to 40 now when I add it all up. Wow. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was going through um, a divorce. And I moved from one city where I was married back to my hometown, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. And um, it was a really hard time for me, a really, really difficult time. And um, somehow uh, my mother and my sister-in-law and I 
ended up at a yoga class and the teacher's name was Grace. And she was so beautiful the way she moved around and just what she taught us. None of us had ever been to a yoga class. It was, I don't know. So we just found it and then that was it. I said, I want to be like her. I want to be graceful like her. And she was, it, she just made it very easy, very accessible. And that's what I try to do for all people who come to my classes, make it, you know, we just play, explore, and see what we feel in our bodies and just learn to um, pay attention to our bodies and love our bodies. And that's what she did. And that's what I incorporate still to this day. Wow, that that's amazing. I mean, I, I completely resonate with what you say like you know once you are in yoga once you actually deeply experience it then you want to live it you don't want to give it up uh, you know that's what actually happened with me also so uh, but uh, you know uh, when it actually comes to getting certified as a yoga teacher the kind of trainings that you did uh, i don't think at that time when you got into it the uh, options to get trained uh, were much they were like very limited and very less known limited to the location also and to the availability of good teachers also so how did you manage to get certified you know initially and gradually become a teacher getting yeah well yeah. i did not get certified way back then in fact i um i moved out of pittsburgh and i didn't do any yoga for quite a long time and i was mm -hmm. um very active i always like to be active to hike to bicycle to do things outside <laughs> and um but i did keep the practice oh you know what i did is i did uh, raquel welsh online <laughs> she had those cassette tapes so i just kept doing those online uh, cassette tapes okay. rather than in person wow yeah, and I believe it would have been much more difficult at that time because you know we don't have you should you may not have the access that we have today. You know, it's online; it's available everywhere. You have YouTube videos. You you can you know the the visual resources are quite a lot today as compared to what it had been at that time. Right, right. Not yeah, and you, you being from India and me being here from California, you know, you had lots of exposure to it. Yes. I, know. Yes, I agree. And I guess it's, it's also because of, uh, uh, you know, uh, the uh, uh, all those years, because yoga has really come a long way in terms of uh, people actually starting to realize it's not just for niche people, it's for everybody. And then, you know, gradually resources opening up for us. That's right. It's for everybody. So um, when I became 50, um, I, I was doing yoga, but for somehow I was still stiff. I could not bend over and touch my toes. And I was doing a lot of running, 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 running. And so my hamstrings got real tight. And I said to myself when I turned 50, Patricia, you better do something. Or if you don't start bending, you're going to break. <laughs> that's very so, true that that happens. That that's, that's the fact, actually. I mean, you know, over years, the way the body breaks down, we don't realize in the earlier years. Right, right. So I um, then I started to uh, do yoga. I found a new yoga studio and I just started going till I found a style that um, resonated with me, a teacher that I like. Because as you know, there's many styles of yoga and it's all about the teacher, right? If you like what yeah. the teacher says, if you like the teacher's style, if you like what she's teaching. So he or she, I should say. <laughs> so yeah. I found a style that I really liked and a teacher that I really liked. And then what, what, the, what is that form that you like doing? Which is which form it, is it? Anusara. Was Anusara? Have you heard of that one? No, no, I haven't. Uh, I mean, that, not, that's quite neat to me. It's it's um, it came off of um, it was a spinoff of Iyengar, which, of course, everyone. OK, knows. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Iyengar was sort of um, a little hard and a little harsh. Mm -hmm. And sometimes he would hit people. Mm -hmm. And um, so this Anusara style, it actually doesn't exist anymore. Not not so much. Okay. But the Anusara style, it's like, this is what we do, is we say to our students, oh, that is really good. And that is really good. Now try this. So okay, it's, so it's, it's, it's a merger of two forms coming together, something like that? Well, it's like affirming what people are doing right first. 
so they oh, feel good yeah. so they don't feel like they're being criticized or you know yeah, yeah. so yeah, it's that yeah that's the idea so that's what i was trained in and many many teachers um well not many teachers but i have a few primary teachers that i learned from who taught that way so good alignment and um uplifting attitude that goes a long way i guess quite interesting so uh you know this, so this is about yoga but uh, you are also you have also been quite active about you know consuming the right foods i guess which is very important when you are doing the yoga practice specifically you know because foods have this power of hardening our body and that defeats the entire purpose if one side you're doing yoga and on the other side you're consuming a lot of hardening foods um you know and when it comes to actually making sure that right kind of diet that you're consuming um i think macrobiotic diet is something which really uh, stands on the top because of the kind of balance that it creates inside the body and of course you know eating a lot of plant based foods and uh, foods on the vegan side so you know how, what, how did you actually got into the food side after yoga foods happened first and yoga happened later how, what what you know how did everything come together actually they both happened at a similar times um when i was got divorced and i moved back and so i think everything crumbled and something new had to enter in for me and i wanted something new so i found out about um macrobiotics right about that same time but i really invested a lot a lot a lot of time into studying and learning about macrobiotics because at that time my face broke out i had horrible horrible acne when i was 28 and um i was going to the dermatologist and it wasn't working anything he any pills he gave me it wasn't working and then he said oh don't worry he said i'll give you these pills these will really work well they were really expensive and they mm -hmm. sort of made me sick and they did not work either and i remember looking up to the sky and saying this must have something to do with what i'm eating and i asked the dermatologist he said no 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 doesn't have anything to do with what you're eating it's just that's a common thing. answer that you get from every doctor <laughs> isn't that something isn't that really yeah. something and so when i a friend introduced me to macrobiotics and she, and then i started studying every single book i could get my hands on 40 years ago and there weren't that many then. Wow. Um yeah, but it said what's medically impossible is macrobiotically easy. And I said, "Wow." Mm, yeah. So I cleaned that's up very well, that's very well put out, you know, what's difficult medically is very easy macrobiotically. I like that. Yeah. And it, actually it is like that, you know, you just need to set up your mindset, set up your pantry and you're good to go. Right, 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 right. So yeah and and once you start exploring with those foods the new foods and you know getting the processed foods out of your life and the sugar out of your life um just get it out if you can and then bring in the new stuff and it doesn't take very long before you feel wow food really makes a difference yes. right Yes, okay. I I completely agree to that. I mean, that has similar has been my transformation. But yeah, I mean, I can resonate with what you're saying. Like, and it's not just body; it's the mind as well, which is equally getting impacted if you stick to it. If you stick to it, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And the food affects the mind, and then the mind affects the food. So yes. I mean, you have to find a way to make the food taste good so you like it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that, I totally. I guess that's the biggest challenge. That's one of the biggest challenge, I believe. You I think mean, so? No, you know these. Um, uh, initially, it used to happen with me, and it does happen with a lot of my clients. I mean, you know, because it's exposure to new foods, new kind of uh, pantry which they're not very yeah. used to, and initially they're stuck in a way that you know. How to, so yeah. you know, there are some basic guidelines, of course, that they work on. But then the kind of taste buds that we are uh, taste buds, the taste that our taste buds are used to, you know, those kind of you really have to be really good cook with right kind of you know. combinations uh, knowing those combinations what works for your tastes and also somewhere you know um, i believe it takes some time for you to get on to this way of life if you're really seeking tastes if you're seeking health then it's good to go yeah yeah and then the other thing is about the taste buds is 
if our taste buds are used to all the processed food, it takes a little while for them to change exactly. to really taste whole foods because they're sort of they're they're in shock from the highly processed, yes. very salty and sugary foods. But you know, when you stay with it, we're encouraging people who are listening <laughs> to stay with it so your taste buds change and then that food tastes oh so good and it feels oh so good and then the next morning you go wow i'm ready to go because you're not all your energy's not drained from eating foods that your body has to that aren't really that good for your body nice so patricia my next question would be uh you have been living this way of life for years now and initially um, you mentioned there were some skin concerns there were some health concerns and some you know emotional concerns as well that brought you in into this way of life um how quickly did you see the change from the physical perspective as well as emotional perspective when you actually got into yoga and macrobiotics and joined it all together that's a good question i felt the healing benefits of the food i would say within a couple of days um however in, my, what, in what way like what started to change yeah i started to feel better in my mind my mm -hmm. mind emotionally i i i was i was calmer and then energetically i felt lighter i felt more coordinated i felt um i had more energy basically i had a lot more energy i didn't need as much sleep that and that's what we need actually that i guess that's the lowest uh, uh, priority for us right now we are just seeking for all those calories and proteins and all that stuff which is much needed for the body but at the base of it it's energy and we don't focus on how you know what kind of energy our foods are adding on to our body right yeah right however to fully answer your question my complexion did not clear up fully for about a year but mm -hmm. i really studied it and came to understand that what was happening when when we have complexion issues is the skin is an elimination organ it's the biggest elimination organ right exactly. so if my body <laughs> and it was totally polluted with tons and tons of cheese and dairy and sugary foods and alcohol and tobacco. So my body was so full of toxins that my kidneys and my normal elimination couldn't deal with it. Yeah. So it was coming so out my skin. skin. Was helping it out, yeah. So it was coming out my skin. So it took a little while. It took, you know, a while for it to continue clearing out cleansing cleansing and it's cleansing. a constant process, right? It's it's I mean, um, that's what I keep telling my clients also like, you know, um, this is just the beginning and at least one year by the time you actually see how you know beautifully you already changed it can be yeah it can be it can be but you know in the meantime like i said in a few days and in a few weeks in a month it's i knew 100 percent of me knew this diet was right it was good it was healthy and i was going to do it the rest of my life because i felt so good oh and the other thing i have to say or I want to say, <laughs> yeah, please is do that, that. Yeah, is I um went skiing when I was a teenager, and I had and I slipped and I twisted my ankle, and for about ten years I had a tender ankle that was sore, a tender ankle, and I had to be really careful. And I and after I started eating, you know, macrobiotically, the ankle healed. After 10 years, that ankle healed wow. completely. Yeah. I have an interesting story. Like, you know, when I got into macrobiotics, that was about 10 years back. And uh, I had certain, um, I had very severe anxiety issues. And I had a very bad gut. I mean, you know, my digestive health was really poor. So uh, there were two doctors that I was consulting. One was looking, taking care of my gut. And the other one was taking care of my anxiety issues. And this pattern happened for 10 years until I got into macrobiotics. I studied it. And till then also, I wasn't aware of the power of this modality. I practiced it uh, for one year because that was a part of the program. You know, I had to kind of give results and, you know, ultimately show up how things changed. And subconsciously, uh, I was just doing it. After one year, I realized 
there was no anxiety my gut health was all sorted out and for the first time nobody told me but i realized how my anxiety issues were so closely correlated with my gut health i mean my gut health got sorted and my mind automatically got sorted exactly oh that's that's beautiful that's really beautiful yeah, yeah all these experiences you know and i've had a lot of clients too over the years um give you all this feedback like you know i had one client and and, and he had sniffles and a, like a cough a sniffles and a cough and it was mm -hmm. so bad and all his the people where he worked he worked at a big tech company here in the silicon valley he, okay. they would complain about him because he was making so much noise in his nose and everything and when i see people i have them write down for me what they're eating you know a 10-day diet everything they're eating from morning till night any supplements anything and i looked at what he was eating and i said i got it i know what's doing it it was he was drinking all these sort of like drinks sport drinks oh and energy drinks I, yeah energy drinks and juices and i said take those out 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 and he took them out and it went away wow yeah and that's how it works actually you know it's it's, it's just about giving up those habits yeah and so his his issue healed right away you know it depends wow, on the person beautiful. and what what the what the issue is the health concern yeah nice so uh, patricia you have so much of experience like 30 years and it's it's i think it's it's, it's quite legendary in a way because um, getting into yoga when it was quite new to to the western culture and also working with uh, one of the most profound universities in the world stanford and I'm sure there must be a lot of uh, research going on. Um, I mean, because, you know, at the university, it's, it's known for its research. And when you were actually a part of that uh, group and when you were practicing yoga, I'm sure you must have come across a lot of research where, you, you know, uh, being done on yoga and how it's impacting you uh, on the aging part or on the health concerns part. So share some experiences with us. Like, you know, what is it uh, from the research perspective you actually became aware of and then you started to practice in your own yoga practice yeah well uh, teaching at stanford university was such a gift and just a beautiful wonderful experience i met so many wonderful people i uh over the 11 years i got to teach to students staff and faculty and professors and um so i had the whole range of people of um, affiliates of stanford and um yes like you say a lot of research is going on there and also, I, I concluded <laughs> that overworking and mm -hmm. being overdriven and to succeed, which can happen in, in the Silicon Valley settings or university settings, you know, we have to achieve, achieve, success, success. Um, I concluded that that is not always leading to health or health and joy. I guess so, that's never leading to health. That's one of the biggest... Uh, a hidden, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? a factor, which you, we, we're doing everything, you know, something strikes and foods, lifestyle, uh, 100 other things, supplements, medicine, and all, you're not seeing how much are we saturating our own cells, right? Right, right, right. So I would always say, um, often, I would, I would bring to my class, Albert Einstein quote, play mm -hmm. is the highest form of research. <laughs> and, that's that's, nice. and, and it's true because when we're in a playful attitude it's a, a it's a synergy between our mind our body just exploring what what is possible and so i that was the approach i would bring to the class to let them relax you know you know yoga as you know it's not about achievement it's about awareness Yes. So that's what I would say. Oh, and there's another quote um, from, oh, I wanted to share this one. Emerson, he said, it is a happy talent to know how to play. Nice. And I guess that that's what I mean. When you look at kids and small children, that's what they're doing. And they're so happy and just moving around. And we forget that, you know, as, as we grow, it's more of our priorities and work. And we see how it actually impacts. But yeah, okay, altogether a different topic for sure. So, uh, but uh, okay, so coming back to our topic, uh, Patricia, like, you know, I see you are all full of energy. I mean, age 
from the mind perspective or thought process uh, perspective hasn't actually affected you much and at your age i don't see a lot of people having that kind of an energy from inside and that kind of a zeal for life from inside so you know how has macrobiotics and yoga together uh, help you help you age gracefully i mean pr- from the practical perspective like you know um like how has it kept your body really going flexible or disease free or um you know your mind really positive and uh, focused towards your purpose of life so how how has it worked for you i think yoga and macrobiotics uh for me they have a similar approach is to be uh curious and don't believe non credo don't believe anything experiment for yourself see how it feels see how the yoga pose feels for you see how the food feels for you so that's what i would do you know there's and there's guidelines in within macrobiotics and there's alignment principles within hatha yoga so um I guess I really just like exploring and I like being healthy. I feel like yoga is and being healthy is my hobby. So for practical purposes <laughs> um to inspire people um prevention an ounce of prevention's worth a pound of cure. So I would suggest that people explore some yoga poses explore how to breathe because breathing is part of yoga and it's the most powerful healing modality we have is our breath it's available 24/7 and practically listen to your body slow down and listen to your body because your body has an infinite wisdom your body and your mind are connected and they're communicating all the time and if you slow down and you listen and you pay attention oh i did a nice yoga practice today and i feel fabulous oh i didn't do any yoga any stretching today and i don't feel so good so i think practically is really to um listen to your body drink water good quality water I'm a, I believe in good quality water so much that I um became yes. a multi There's a lot of research also going on on good quality water and the parameters of good quality water are really different from what we know right yeah. so much in the water that's going on Yeah I became a multi pure uh water filter distributor too because that I oh, want to nice. help support people with the uh, good quality water because as we age we sort of uh dehydrate a little bit we compact a little bit and we um we dry out so we want to remember to drink uh plenty of water i get up every morning and drink a warm cup of water so that's yes. yeah that's so nice and i mean very simple re- remedy but how it cleanses your body it's amazing right right it is yeah so is that practical enough <laughs> yeah yeah yes so maybe the rest of it covers in my next question uh, next questions rather so um patricia help me understand like uh, when we actually say aging so now getting into the technical stuff of uh, of actually understanding from the uh, physical and emotional perspective how does aging start to happen to anybody like you know basis your experience i mean from the yoga perspective or the classes that you've been taking or you know when you've been working with yourself also the kind of transitions that you've experienced with yourself what do you think is the beginning of aging what kind of feelings start one must be aware of when you actually you know uh, when when that bell rings okay you know it's the aging sign and you need to take some action right now otherwise it might culminate into something else later so you know what are those symptoms actually i guess that's the better question like what's the it, question the bain question the question is uh, what are the parameters like wh- what are the specific kind of feelings that one starts to experience uh, which are specifically the aging related uh, related symptoms for example uh, you know uh, your spine starts to get stiff after a certain age we think okay it's back pain and we do some temporary things but we know okay you know the body is hardening and the spine is hardening and ultimately over time it's it's yeah. yeah so yeah. what 
what are those factors actually where which which indicate yeah. that the body is aging well you know as i'm very fortunate because i don't feel too much aging except when i look in the mirror and i go wow who who where did those wrinkles come from but <laughs> i think but yes apart from right. wrinkles believe me uh, you know age doesn't show on you at all i mean oh. not not just on your body but your mind as well the way you speak and it's it's all full of so much of energy oh thank you thank you thank you um but yes our bodies do get stiffer as we age the the spine gets stiff the hips get stiff the shoulders get stiff the necks get stiff everything will get stiffer if you're not moving it but if you continue to move it you know any part of your body you know arthritis i mean we age just like trees just like anything on earth we age and we change so if you enjoy your life you want to um keep enjoying your life to and have as much mobility and flexibility as you can so i'm fortunate you know i have friends that um my age that you know wake up and they're stiff for some reason when i wake up i'm not too stiff maybe it's because it's just that has been with you for a very long time i mean you've actually worked yeah. on making sure that internally things are quite lubricated yeah. and moving and flexible not blocked and and you know truthfully it has to do with the diet and the yoga because if if i eat ice cream like i ate ice cream a couple of days ago i haven't eaten ice cream for probably a year and then mm -hmm. i got i had somebody offered me a little square just about this big of a, um ice cream sandwich chocolate ice cream sandwich i ate it mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, it's a double-edged sword when you eat good, when you eat well, right? Because yeah, when you eat that, you feel the negative effects immediately. Your body I tells you. I agree. Yeah, your body tells you right then and there. What did you do to yourself? What did you do to yourself? And yeah. then I tried to do a yoga pose that I always do, halasana, with the legs up and the legs back, and I can mm -hmm. usually put my knees right by my ears down on the floor yes. but later on that night i was stiff already i i it didn't um, want to go it didn't want to go from that cold ice cream making us stiffer so if you want to be less stiff as you age please eat well and do yoga you can do yoga on my youtube channel <laughs> or your channel <laughs> no no yeah. uh, your channel i've been watching your channel and getting inspired looking at it so you know it's so simple uh, and the way you explain it uh, and the, that energy that's what i said like you know the kind of energy that you bring in your classes are, are amazing thank you yeah so patricia yeah. tell us how does your sorry um how does your practice look like on a daily basis like till today um i stretch i stretch a lot i do um i do spinal twists at the end of my day i'll lay down here on the floor or if i'm up at my other place um i laid on the floor and do some spinal twists i do shoulder stand so that's for hop. mobilizing your uh, abdominal cavity for for a better digestion is that the reason you do that i do it because it makes my spine release and feel fantastic mm -hmm. but yes it's good for this too the abdominal you know, cavity yes. yeah it's uh the queen of all poses shoulder yeah. stand right the king and the queen i used to do the king pose a lot the uh, headstand and shoulder stand but lately i haven't done my headstand so much i got to get back to them and then mm -hmm. yeah but i and then i teach maybe between 8 to 14 classes a week depending upon the week so i get a lot wow. of yoga that way too i don't yeah. teach the whole class but uh people like to look and see what i'm doing yes so yeah. it's always so good I, to in between just keep yourself stretching also you know during your class because it's all verbal instructions mostly that you're giving and that also tires you I mean, you need to build up your energy as you're teaching pardon me yeah, yeah. uh we actually what i'm saying is like when you're teaching there's a lot of energy getting consumed when you're speaking and you know talking and giving instructions oh so yeah really you need to really start to build up your energy side by side as you consume it yeah yeah and then some poses like the headstand i rarely 
will teach the headstand pose. So that's one pose I need to do on my yeah. own. And I don't always teach shoulder stand and handstand. I like to do a handstand. I just posted a handstand. Oh, I was doing a handstand. I, I saw that. Doing, I saw I was, that. I mean, I did, you're able to do headstand? Like you, you can do that? I can do headstand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. But um, I'm, I, I'm more of a... um. A stiff person, like I said, I was I was fifty. I was real stiff, so it's easier for people who are stiffer to do a headstand. I knew um, if people are really limber, it sometimes it's more challenging for them to do a headstand. Yeah, that makes sense actually because your body is more erect when you know you have that support. If your body is stiff, then that erect body keeping that it's easier, right? Okay. Right. And uh, on the food side, Patricia, how, how does your meal on a daily basis look like to keep your yoga practice really going? Um, whole grains, rice, millet, um, whole oats, teff, combination of rice and millet, combination with rice and barley. I like to have whole grains nearly every day. And I like mm -hmm. to have whole beans a couple times a week. And then lots of fresh, good, or farmer's market vegetables. Mm -hmm. And then I, I like to season it, you know, balsamic vinegar and or mustard or things like that. Just I like to season it. And I also like good quality bread. My friend Suzanne makes bread and gives me her, her bread. So Sourdough bread. Yeah 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 so it's it's okay. pretty much like that but within that there's a huge variety i also like to have miso soup and i like noodles i eat a lot of noodles yeah great so i think that's all showing up in your personality and the kind of food choices that you make it's you know it's it's it, it, it completes you right i mean what what you eat your environment the way you think everything just shows right then and right so great okay uh, so patricia um i also saw like i was just going through your youtube channel and i think you also take some face yoga classes right yes face yeah. yoga so just yeah so just tell us something about that 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 sounds quite interesting i mean uh, i love face yeah, yoga please. <laughs> yeah please, well, please please tell us we have 43 muscles here in our face and a lot of us think about exercising the whole rest of our body, but these muscles here, they can, they need exercise too. When we're children, we have so many different facial expressions that we make. And as we age, it gets, you know, narrower and narrower and narrower. So, yeah. Yeah. so um, I like to make funny faces in my, uh, in my uh, yoga, you know, I'll fill up my cheeks. I know some people are just listening, but I'm filling up my cheeks like a chipmunk and then taking the air side to side in one cheek, then putting the other and then taking the air up in the top, top lip and then moving it down and then sticking your tongue straight out is another good one and looking straight up. Yeah, that face yoga. I have 10 minute face yoga on my YouTube channel. It's great. Um, so and then also I have I use this jade tool. Okay. And Chinese, I keep this. Uh, TCM tools, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And so I like to have people do this, push this in. In my Aging with Grace, we always do some um, face yoga too. So okay. this, you push this in. And if you do use a jade tool, you want to remember to push it into your muscles and gently because you're trying to move the muscles, not the skin. People think... The skin is drooping, but it's actually the muscles that are drooping and the skin's coming with it. <laughs> yeah, that makes yeah. sense, actually. Under the skin, it's muscle only, right? Right, right, right. So um, it's really good. And when you get your face relaxed in these muscles, you have all meridians in here that will affect the rest of your body. And also with face yoga, it includes the neck and the shoulders because this is all connected here. If but, your neck is... Yeah. Yeah. So when we think face yoga, we're also doing neck and shoulder yoga. And um, once you get used That's to... That's interesting. I mean, uh, like neck and face is considered as when from the yoga perspective, because I was just 
going through some uh, facial acupressure kind of uh, you know classes on youtube and that's where they mention when it is about face neck and uh, you know upper part of the chest is very much a part of the entire practice that you should be practicing yes 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 and you can do it in your car at a stoplight if you yeah, got I mean, that's I, can, I have one of these shade tools in my car at the stoplight. I give my neck a massage to keep the lymph, the lymph system flowing. And it just, you know, it's like all of our yoga practice, you know, after you do it a few times, it feels so good. You go, huh, I want to do that again. Wow. But I guess that's, that, that's a level of awareness uh, you really need to develop. Like you just mentioned, you have those two minutes in the car standing on the red light and you know, okay, you know what to do. A lot of us maybe just looking at the phones or just looking outside or just trying to pass that time or maybe screaming at somebody rather than using that time constructively. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that has happened. That, that happens very commonly. Okay. So, uh, okay, Patricia, just now help me understand like for, for somebody who uh, wants to really take care of themselves and really want to slow down aging, what are some of the yoga practices that you would you you abide by or you would recommend them to do every single day just for, for a beginner just for a beginner inversions i would uh, somehow do an inversion to get the blood flowing the other way to get the blood into your brain to get the blood into your face so um even in the chair yoga program that i teach you can sit in your chair and lengthen your spine out over your thighs, and then let your head and your torso and your arms hang down to reverse the flow of the blood. That is very rejuvenating, very energizing. And at any age, if you're an office worker at 30s, 40s, and 50s, and you're having a hard day, really just take an inversion or standing up hinging at your hips and letting your head go down, touch your toes or as close as you can, hold on to your ankles. Even if you're 50, 60 or 70 or 80 and you can do that, stand up and then hinge at your hips and take a forward fold. Hold on to your ankles or your shins or your toes, wherever you can touch and breathe slowly and deeply. And that's so interesting. I would just want to add on because, you know, when it is about inversions, uh, there's a common conception that how, like when you think of inversions, the very first thought is either it is headstand or head, handstand, headstand or shoulder stand, right? But how easy can it be for anybody and everybody? Like you've just kind of simplified it really beautifully. Thank you so much for that. Right, 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 right. You don't have yeah. to do a headstand or a handstand. You can just, yeah, just, just take a forward yeah. fold. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, if it, you know, everybody's different. Everybody ages differently. If you can do a downward facing dog, that's a wonderful pose. I call that. I have this uh, copyrighted. A down dog is our BFFP, our best friend forever pose. Oh, oh, that's, <laughs> that's nice. I like that. Yeah, because nice. it's an inversion. It stretches out your back. It gets your hip back and it's I mean it's just such a good pose right yeah but simple practices like you know uh, the, uh, the understanding that you're creating I really like that because uh, generally there, there's again a conception that the more deeper you get into your yoga practice the more advanced postures you do is where you're benefiting like you know but it's it's not about that it's about simple practices followed every single day regularly and being consistent with it and then, and then you just practice, practice, practice doing your basic simple poses, poses, poses that you can do. And then it's fun to like sort of challenge yourself just a little bit. So it's, so it's enjoyable, not, you know, challenge yourself. Not, it's not so much that you get discouraged, just challenge yourself. So you say, oh, that was interesting. And then before you know it, you say, hey, I can do that pose. I never knew I could do that pose. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Okay, so Patricia, um, uh, I would now want to understand, we've talked about foods, we've talked about yoga, apart from yoga and foods, what do you think are other self-care practices or lifestyle practices, which really need to be merged together to, to, to kind of, you know, make the other two uh, ways of life really powerful? I mean, uh, 
you know, you've changed your foods, you've brought in a lot of whole grains, you've brought in a lot of vegetables, green leafy vegetables, good fats and everything in together. And you've brought in a lot of good exercising practice. But apart from that, as, do you believe is there anything else that can be joined together to make sure that you age really gracefully? Yes, it's have a good company of friends. So join us on aging with grace yoga or chair yoga or because when you 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 become the company you keep so surround yourself with good company people who like to do yoga people who like to explore new possibilities and experience different things try something new company yeah good company right Good company, exactly. Good company. We become the company. They say if you want to know where you're going to be in five years, look at the your five top friends, the mm. friends, five friends you spend the most time with. I guess that that point is really uh, interesting because the, now from the health perspective, uh, the uh, researches that are happening are gradually moving away from this uh, notion of foods and exercise and all it's 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 all back you know boiling down to the relationships that we have with in the community the way you know we are kind of bonding with each other so that's really interesting to know how science is now proving all of that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. okay so um okay patricia anything else okay i have one last question about this is about breath work okay so um we know that breath work is really powerful and you've also mentioned you know it must be done every single day but what are some simple practices that you have really lived by because breath work initially may be difficult or tiring for a lot of people yes so our breath is our most powerful healing modality that's according to dr andrew wild and also yeah uh breath have you seen this book breath by james uh, I think I've just seen the cover. I, I haven't yeah. actually kind of uh, gotten a chance to read it, but yeah, I have yeah, I, I have an Amazon affiliate page where I put these things to make it easier for people to find. I put good macrobiotic foods, good books. I recommend yoga products anyway. So breath by James Nestor. If you need a little extra inspiration, in addition to what I'm going to share with you, um, mm -hmm. this is a great book. You only have to, you can get the, um, the audio. You listen to 20 minutes and you go, wow. So what we can do to use our breath to help us heal at any age is to slow down, sit down, close your eyes, because when you close your eyes, you're drawing your awareness in. Because with our eyes open, we have to, your body registers what you're seeing. So you close your eyes, sit up nice and tall, and then you take your shoulders back and let them relax down away from your ears. And you take your teeth apart. You let your lips rest together. And you bring your loving awareness to your breath. And you just observe loving awareness of your breath. That's where I like to begin. I have several different uh, pranayama exercises, but I like to begin there first and then we have a different array of things if you want to energize or if you have a belly ache i have a particular breath exercise that i share to strengthen your core and help digest if you have indigestion so but that one that one just slowing down and you only have to do it for like two minutes close your eyes and come to loving breath awareness so do you uh, do you believe that, uh, uh, you know, and this is a practical question coming in from my experience with my clients also and what you know I've been reading and studying um, when it comes to digestive health, most of the focus for a lot of people is just on foods, you know, some home remedies coming in, some Ayurveda recipes coming in, uh, foods cleaning out and everything. But um, when it comes to actually making sure that how movement is a crucial part of making sure that your digestion functions well. I think that aspect nobody's talking about clearly and openly and as a as a as an inseparable part of the other things uh, which which can really make a difference which is you know uh, foods and recipes and all of that. But I, I I mean it has been my personal experience only when I got into yoga I I could see drastic changes happening to my digestive health. Foods did brought me to a certain level but you know beyond that I think it's yoga that that brought you know kind of strengthened my core and made me really feel good in my body and mind. So those subtle aspects, 
I think are missing in, in how we look at digestive health today. What's your take on that? Yes, I agree with you. I agree with you. Movement, because you can be eating all the good and food in the world. And if you're if you're you're not moving your body and your digestion isn't isn't optimal, it's not doing you much good. So um, in in the yoga that I teach and when people come, we almost always do some uh, core strengthening exercises. Uh, you know, big, uh, big, deep belly breathing is for one. And then just bringing our awareness there. Even when we're in standing poses, it's bringing your awareness to this region and yeah. in most all poses. And then sometimes um, uh, I like to often will begin class with deep belly breathing. And then as we move through the, for the, through the class, then say, come back to that deep belly breathing even in your down dog you know so you get this yeah, this yeah. region activated and of course lying on the back i like to lie on the block on the back with the block up in between the feet and the feet straight up to the sky and then hands behind the i head. guess the, i've seen your posture this one like you talk a lot about the specific posture right just opening up the back yeah and then strengthening your core too yeah yeah strengthening your core because your core is about your digestion and your simulation and your elimination as well as what it looks like <laughs> exactly and i guess movement is an important part of that i mean it's, we cannot completely bank on foods and say that everything will be all right 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 yeah, yeah. so i have a, a 10 minute core on my youtube and someone wrote to me and said that core yoga was better than any Pilates class they went to. Oh, wow. I, I would really want to kind of go and see and check it out for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you so much. Okay. Uh, I think, Patricia, I'm done with my questions. Anything that you would want to end the session with something that I should have asked and I missed on asking and you would want to just add on? I think you did a fabulous job and I'm so happy to be here with you and the audience that you have. And uh, thank you for all your beautiful work you're doing. And it's nice to connect. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It was lovely speaking to you and keep your energy on. I just love it. I mean, it's and th that's kind of enlightening for a lot of people. Thank you. Thank you so much, Patricia, for being Namaste. here. Namaste. <laughs> Namaste.